Welcome to Envisioned Broadcasting. The station designed to encourage, equip, and empower you for growth and success presents When They Hear Us, an author's movement, a show that provides authors a platform to share their voice with the world. When They Hear Us, with Dr. Tracy Hines Lashley, begins now. We are, um, our guest is Ms. Nancy Squire. Um, so yeah, so let me introduce myself. I am Karen Hines, Coach K. Um, I am the COO of Boston Bleed Herbs. I am Dr. Tracy Hines Lashley, the founder and the CEO of Boston Bleed Herbs Incorporated. All right. So with that being said, again, we have the lovely and beautiful, talented Miss Nisi Squire. She is a transformational speaker, life coach, and an author who delivers energy, empowerment, and inspiration when she speaks. She is the mother of five children and eight grandchildren. Nisi passionately shares her story about getting back up from one loss after another, surviving and thriving from the abuse marriage, I'm sorry, abusive marriage, almost being killed, losing her self-esteem, and feeling like there was no hope for her life. And goal is to teach others how to win in the midst of chaos. After leaving her abusive marriage, then living in a battered women's shelter with her five kids, later became a crisis counselor, social worker. Nisi has taught and helped so many individuals from the, transform their mindsets and attitudes into becoming empowered to live the life they were created to live. Oh, that's a nice bio, Miss uh, Nisi. Yes, ma'am. I, I want to go a little further, okay? So it says you went on to become the founder and CEO of Envision, your success company. Yeah. Speaking at women programs, alcohol and drug treatment centers, youth organizations, and high schools. Wow. Empowering them to unleash their personal power, fight their experiences, and even mistakes they have made. Oh, wow. Whew. That's a lot. You're busy. You're real busy. <laughs> Ooh. So, yeah. So, um. I see a lot here, you know, you helping out individuals um, and you try to focus on helping women and men who have done or who have gone through relationship losses, you know, learn how to reinvent themselves or reinvent their lives from devastated and phenomenal to phenomenal. Oh, my God. Devastated to phenomenal. <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. That is that is that is awesome. That is awesome. Yes. yes. So um, tell us a little more about yourself. Well, as you said, Karen, thank you so much um, for that. I have just had this heart and this passion. Um, my mission and my purpose is really about teaching people how to win despite their most painful, painful experiences. And I think a lot of times when you go through like such damaging uh, circumstances, your own self, it, it, it gives you this passion within you and this compassion within you to be able to build people up. And so instead of feeling sorry for myself, getting back up and not dwelling on all of the things that I went through, I just use it as a teaching 
um, purpose and a mission teaching tool to be able to be able to pour into people's lives or have that content and have that experience to be relatable. And so, so many times when I'm speaking, people will say that you're so relatable. You know, we understand you. You're so passionate because you walk that journey. When you walk that journey, you're able to really be able to, you know, pass, passionately speak, boldly speak. And be able to really touch individuals' lives. So I, I'm thankful for my journey. As TDJ said, it was good that I went through what I went through. You don't feel like that when you're actually going through that journey. But when you look back and you see how all of your dots connect, that is it's a phenomenal thing. It's like, you know, your purpose is set in your from your pain. Wow. That's, and that's like I said, I can't teach anybody something that I have not been through myself. Mm -hmm. If sure. you have not been through the treaches, you know, I found the valley. Right. You know, <laughs> you just reading from a book or whatever. Okay. I need it. And it's, and it's so great that y'all said that because we have so many people out here are coaches mm -hmm. and, and that's used very loosely these days mm -hmm. who, oh, I'm a coach. You know, I can help you with this and the third. You're like, but how can you, when you haven't, first of all, gone through True. or been through what you're trying to tell me to do? Mm-hmm. Or you don't use the steps and the strategies that you tell me. Mm -hmm. You're using something you saw a textbook or website. You're just not. You're not serious to me. Right, right. Like man, I'm sorry. That's touchy with me. <laughs> no, and you're, and you're so right because you know you got you have to have that. You know, being able to um, feel the infirmities of other people. You know, you're touched by you know what they go through because you have been through it. You're more um, understanding. And then you can help them on that on a higher level, you know. So yeah, I understand where you're coming from. <laughs> it's not it's not textbook, you know. Mm -hmm. You you have to yeah. have been through it. Mm -hmm. Like you said, you have to have passion. You have to have that drive and determination. If you know you came through, you came out of it. Mm -hmm. You know that you can bring others out of it. You can't yeah. tell me, like I said, you can't tell me nothing. You cannot mm -hmm. teach them. Mm -hmm. I don't. Yes. You know, and, and I just can't go to anybody that's like, okay, I'm, I'm a coach, I'm this, I'm that, and the third. I, okay, where is your resume? Mm -hmm. okay. <laughs> can you tell me what you Show been me doing? state. I'm from the show me state. <laughs> show me. There you go. You know? <laughs> show me. You know, for it's like you home. say, okay, I've got create websites. Okay, give me, give me some links that you've, um, you know, created. Mm -hmm. let, let me see your work. You show help me. people. Okay. Show me. Show me. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Can't show me a zero balance in your account. How you got it? <laughs> okay, you know you can't teach me how to save money if you, you know, money was dropping your lap. Right, you know what I'm okay. saying? Good point. Yeah, another good point. <laughs> good point. Yeah. And, and you got this business vision for success. Tell us a little more about that in your services. The services that you offer. So with Envision Your Success, you know, for me, it is about imagining it, picturing it, dreaming it, talking it, being able to visualize it. I love being able to care and put up pictures of what I feel in my heart that's for me. When I put up pictures so many times, it has manifested it manifested. And so this is what I, I bring when I'm, I'm either teaching um, or I'm in front of an audience on a platform and I'm, I'm talking to them about 
envisioning you know what they see for their lives i'm giving them the different strategies and so envision your success is just me being able to motivate inspire impact and really cause transformation so a lot of times it's not about just hyping people up because yeah you know we can all get hyped up when every everybody is excited and you know the music or whatever is going on you're hyped up and you're excited and that's good that's good it's good to be motivated but at the end of the day, when reality hits, when you really going through some extreme things and some some challenges, it's about really being able to have that that way of being transformed, of actually like knowing the steps and and being and being like led into the steps to really cause a difference, make a change, transformation. I'm making a change. I'm I'm turning from this to to that. I'm seeing a, a better result. And so with my speaking and with my online courses, it's really being able to like see, help them see transformation. And so, you know, imagine it, picture it, dream it, talk about it, act on it, and then actually live it. And so that's, that's what I'm doing with the clients that I work with. They're going to see results. They're going to see results. Yes. And you saying motivation. Do you think that you can really motivate people or are they more self-motivated? I think I, I really believe that you can motivate people. Mm -hmm. I, I believe that because I know my own journey. My own mm -hmm. journey was when I was so down and out, and I was um, depressed, and and I and I and had I had lost a lot. I had lost my housing. I had lost my marriage. You know, I had lost my my job, and I'm I'm just saturated in in pain and agony. And then when I began to listen to people like uh, Les Brown. Um, Eric, uh, Eric Thomas, uh, Eric, you know, Tony Robbins and all of these yeah. different people, they motivated, they put something in my spirit because when I heard mm -hmm. their words, words are powerful, you know, words are powerful. Now it takes more than just words. It takes more than you being motivated because you still got to, you still got to walk out the journey. You still got to walk yes. out the process, <laughs> but you get that, that sense of like, I can do this. You know, you they put something mm -hmm. in your spirit. They they empower you to to realize. They give you something to think about. Like when they were talking about their journey and the process that they went through, and Les Brown talking about you laying on your back. You know, try if you fall down, land on try to land on your back because if you look up, you can get up. You know, you gotta be hungry. Yes, you gotta be hungry with this. You know, he was like, I don't know. so he, he like really put something in my spirit to like get up. Like I'm sitting up here yeah. and I'm laying down and I'm like, I can't, I don't think my life is ever going to be the same again. And I'm in such distress. But when I kept on saturating my mind with those words of empowerment, that it was powerful. It gave, it ignited something in my soul and in my spirit. And that's what helped me. Mm -hmm. that's, that's what started the, the, the help. But I, like I said, mm -hmm. I had to still keep on walking off the journey and still, <laughs> and still being willing to uh, allow myself to be developed. And so, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I truly believe in, in that you can motivate a person. You can inspire hope in them. And people need that hope. They need to know that just because they're going through this valley, just because they're going through this dark time, <laughs> it, it didn't come to stay. It came to pass. And if you can look at it as like this is gonna, this is gonna make me better. This is gonna make me stronger. This is gonna make me wiser. This is not my destiny. This does not define me. 
it, it doesn't define my future. It doesn't define my destiny. It's just, it's just a stepping stone to my better, to my extraordinary, to my phenomenal. Ooh, or I have to go through to help others go through, get help them get past what they're going through. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I hear often that people like, oh, I got to tell my story. I tell my story or I, I have a story, but I don't want to tell it. I'm hiding behind fear. And one of my um, mentors, you know, Dr. Cheryl Woolish, she always said your story is for you, but it is not about what's about you and not for you. Mm -hmm. So right. we, we get our stories out. So others can hear, others can get inspired, motivated, empowered. Powerful. Because right. you, you don't know. <laughs> yes, you're right, Dr. Tracy. You don't realize um, your impact. You know, you don't realize, you know, what you, you know, who, who, who you're here to help, you know, a, either a certain person or the world or a group or, or someone you are here to make a, a powerful change and a powerful difference in their lives. And so if you, fall back and be afraid or say, oh, well, my story don't matter or worry about what other people think about you. It's not about them. It's not about them. It's about what your creator has put in you to manifest and to walk in purpose so you can touch that person's life. Your, your destiny is tied up into somebody's life. You know, they're, they're waiting for you to speak that word that they were meant to hear. I always say, I say this, I say, I command my subconscious mind and my God-given abilities and my talents to help and, and, and impact and empower and transform the lives of the people that I'm meant to help. So it's somebody particularly that you're meant to help, but if you walk and act in fear, you're not going to help that person that you're meant to help. So go on and tell your story, girl. Share your story. Yes. You know, Karen, you always well, Coach K, she always yeah. talks about mindfulness. And I'm like, girl, bye. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know, you know, you hear about emotional intelligence and mindfulness yeah. is throughout. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But as she, you know, continues to talk and tell her word, it's like, well, man, I'm seeing people like, yes, I needed that. Or, and I need to hear that. Yeah. So no matter what I said or what anybody else said, she knew God mm -hmm. gave her that. Yes. God gave her that vision. He didn't give it to me. Mm -hmm. And she kept walking in her purpose. And I'm like, oh, man, mm -hmm. I'm feeling that. this now. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm modest. So right now we're going to take a commercial break. Right. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> We would love to have you on our show. Here at Bossed Up Leaders, Inc., we take pride in elevated women by providing a platform to have a voice and promote their business or service. Our core values are accountability, growth, balance, leadership, community, and entrepreneurship. We would love for you to be on our show. If you are interested in being on the show, please go to bossedupleaders.org. Bossed Up Lead Hers Incorporated is a 501c3 nonprofit corporation with a mission to eliminate stereotypes amongst women and girls in the workplace, schools, and communities, while providing a sanctuary to produce intentional growth, success, and significance. Generate essential resources to elevate women and girls to an entrepreneurial mindset and executive leadership. Our amazing team of regulars and part-time volunteers are committed to helping others. We take our convictions and turn them into action. Think you would be a good fit? Get in touch for more information.
If you wish to find out more or donate to help with our cause, go to bossdupleteherz.org. Hello and welcome back. We are with the lovely choir. We were talking about um, basically you, you have to have passion in order to um, elevate other people. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to have that determination and drive in order to, um, you know, get them going. Now, I do know a lot of uh, coaches that um, are having issues because they feel as they've been through the trenches, they see the outlet, but their client is they're not getting the full. Um, I don't, they're not getting the full workup from the client. You know, and like I try to explain to them, you have to, you you know, you can motivate everybody, mm -hmm. some people, but some people are not. It you know, it's it's not. You are not for that person. You know, I'm sorry, but yeah, you may not be for that person. It may be somebody else for that individual. Mm -hmm. Don't be hard on yourself and trying to downplay your craft because this one individual you cannot coach. You know, you have to, you, they have to want it, mm -hmm. you know, and, and that push, your push may not be their push. Your mm -hmm. job may not be their job, mm -hmm. you know? So, um, you know, and, and, and when, if you do come across individuals like that, how do you deal with that? Or have you ever came across those type of individuals that you just could not help? <clears throat> I would say that I have Karen, um, and this is more or less having to do with my, um, uh, being a crisis counselor like i was just saying before you know it's is you're not maybe it's, it's that person that you're not meant to help you know um you know no if you've put your you've put your best foot forward you've you you know pulled out all of the you know the tools that you have and still maybe it's just not your time or you know maybe someone else but I remember as a as working as a crisis counselor, I did that with a young lady and I was really there for her and I kept pouring into her and she would just have this this attitude and this just this just aloofness like she didn't care. But I think she she really went through a lot of trust issues like with her. Her mom had left her. She had gotten pregnant and she was living with her grandmother at the time and and so she she would is a lot of trust issues going on and so i think with that kind of of situation you got to have that confidence within yourself that's where that self-confidence come at you know it doesn't it's not speaking to me not really being able to uh, make a difference but sometimes it's just that that path you know um, that person maybe is going to be helped down the long run and then another thing is that sometimes they're going to pick that up so i believe someone tell me that they're going to remember what you said but it's just not going to be now mm -hmm. it's not just it's not their time right now everybody has a a, a specific specific timing and maybe it just wasn't meant at that particular time for you guys but so but yeah you you still have that confidence within yourself and know that you when you know that you've tried to do everything that you could yeah, that's the way I would look at that. You you believe in your heart that you know you you did everything that you could do, and yeah. And as you stated, sometimes it's just not the season for that particular mm -hmm. coaching. Yeah. There could be another issue 
that they need help with and they don't understand mm -hmm. it. Yes. So as you're pulling out things initially, you can, you know, pull out, say, hey, well, you know what? You're not at this stage yet. Mm -hmm. Maybe you need to seek out, you know, some other type of coaching or counseling. Mm -hmm. And that's where that network falls into place. Mm -hmm. When you build a network of people around you and you know who to reach out to, who will be the best fit. Hmm. Yeah, a lot of people don't think that they can have a network and still thrive. Yes, you can. You, you can't without one. Mm -hmm. You cannot do it alone. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> and, and, and as far as the communication, also, my communication style isn't for everyone. Yours isn't. Coach K's isn't. Maybe there's someone in your network who does the same type of work, but has a different communication style. Mm -hmm. You know, one thing is we try and help everybody instead of, hey, let me pass this on to somebody else. Right. And that also blocks your blessing. That's because why are you tied up trying to help somebody that you're not supposed to help? Mm -hmm. You're missing out on the person you're supposed to be helping. Right. Right. I like that. Yeah. And, 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 and it, it is. It's like, you know, like the personalities, you know, um, like I was, when I was younger, you know, I was, I'm going to be a psychiatrist. I'm going to be this and be that. And on my door is going to say, if you are not for Jesus, I'm not for you. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I don't care what they say. I don't care if I make no money. You're not gonna come here. I'm gonna talk about Jesus, you know. So and, and and to this day, you know, I speak, I speak what I live, you know, that's my truth. And um, I try to educate people on you know um manifesting and, and speak their truth. Mm -hmm. You can't move forward in life if you cannot acknowledge your presence. Mm -hmm. So you can't move, you know, I don't care, you know, social media, you social media famous, mm -hmm. you know, on paper, you you got all this stuff, but you're yeah. broken. Mm -hmm. You know, as long as you are broken, mm -hmm. you may have all these things outside, but you don't have, right. you don't have that love. You don't have that, you're, you're not, yes, yes, mm -hmm. you're not complete. Mm -hmm. You know, and people may don't like my, the form of my speaking they don't mm -hmm. like i speak hard mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. some people take to that some people do take mm -hmm. like i said i'm not for everybody mm -hmm. but i will tell you the truth i will tell you what you need mm -hmm. you know and if you can't accept that then i'm just not for you so i had to come to that realization that i'm not for everybody yes. you know so um yeah it's it's being a coach and trying to help people, I try to de-stress mm -hmm. individuals. Sometimes it gets me stressed. You know, I get stressed trying to de-stress you, you know. <laughs> Woo, say that again. <laughs> you know, trying to all these stress. You know, it, it's crazy. So, you know, and I know you said you're a crisis counselor. What are what are the objectives of crisis counselors? Well, with, with the field that I uh, work in, is is we work a lot with people who have gotten out of the hospital, um, either from you know um, suicide attempts, um, depression, um, just going through a really rough time and they just can't handle it. Like one time, I had someone that came into the ER. And they were just so overwhelmed. They had lost their their. They actually <laughs> they had lost their housing and um, and I believe their job also. And they were just so overwhelmed. And so for me, it was about counseling them, giving giving them resources, and then you know providing that that uh, that encouragement, 
and you know giving them some 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 strategies and some steps to be able to like walk through it you know in the er it's not like you know you're going actually going to be like working with them on long term but then i also work with people long term so i'm able to really walk with them through it so it's just like getting that stability and and helping them through the the process or their their journey that they're enduring at that at that time and it's it can be really intense um and so you know we we try to work with them on a weekly basis because it's intense and especially if they try to commit suicide it's you know it's really intense so yes yes so and and working with those patients you may have some that's like irate you know difficult you know individuals um and i know sometimes it's challenging you know to diffuse mm -hmm patients and clients and have them try to remain calm and focused. Uh, what are some of your techniques used during this process that helps you along the way? Oh man, well with this pandemic, you you have even more of crisis going on. You have even more, you know, feelings of loneliness and isolation, depression, um, you know, suicide rates are up because it's just it's a lot for people to take in. And so I try to to see, like we were saying before, about different styles. So you know, I'm I'm trying to figure out, you know, what's the best style, you know, their personality. You know, you you talk with them, you try to get a feel for for you know how they move and how they operate, what's going to work best for them. But a lot of times, it's about uh, trying to get them to like have that calmness. And so we do we do like meditation and and breathing techniques. So I'm 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 trying to get them to meditate. You know, go. Uh, I will send them some. It was this one. Jess Shepherd is a really good meditational um, thing on YouTube, um, and she she will just have this calming calming music. And I encourage them to go into a dark room and, and preferably before people get up and all the noise starts happening, but you're, you're just meditating. You're, you're, you know, you're in that serene moment and then you're breathing in and out. You're taking deep breaths in and out, hold five seconds and then exhale for five seconds. And so we do that a lot. That's meditation and breathing. And then I work with them on how to begin to speak affirm affirmations to themselves. You know, I, I am victorious. I am making it out of this. I have them to write it down because like I was saying earlier, for me, that visualization piece is so, so very key. It's so very key. And so they have upon their either their mirror or their bedroom wall, wherever they're going to look at a lot during the course of the day, they see this affirmation, you know, I, I am better, I am uh, prosperous, I am victorious, you know, I am, you know, beautiful, I am a queen, you know, whatever the affirmation is. And so like the affirmations are really big for me, the meditation and the deep breathing and, and being able to just to take them through those like different techniques. What then I'm asking them, you know, what is something that, that you can do just to um, do for yourself during the course of the day that's like something that you like, something that's a uh, personal, personal, personal self-care. Because 
I think whenever you're going through a rough time in your life, you first have to go through the healing. You first have to like allow, allow those feelings, allow those emotions. So you're going to be present with the feelings. You're going to be present with those emotions. And, and, and a lot of times it's like, even if you're going through a really, really deep thing, you're grieving just like you know having a loss so you're grieving so you're allowing those those emotions you're allowing those feelings and and you're sitting with that and then you're you're able to heal begin to start healing from that and then you're able to come into acceptance and surrender and then you're able to see transformation into a purpose and so those are just you know along the the time that we had together i just try to work with them you know to go through the different steps to get them you know, seeing something better than where they are right at that present time. So, yes. yes. I, and and it's, it's, um, it's funny that you say the meditation. I do mindfulness meditation also. Mm -hmm. okay. and, and my thing is, yeah, you know, you have to feel to heal. Yes. Um, yeah. And some people, you know, some family members don't come to me because hey, she's too hard. She I can't cry around her, you know, she gonna tell me to hug her. And, you know, you know, but but you do, you have to it's okay to cry. It's okay to cry. Just don't just you know, just don't make it uh, you know, some this long don't make it longevity. Right. Don't stay there inevitably. Yeah. You know, you it's stuck. like you can't get stuck there. You know, you have you gotta let it go. When you let it go, you gotta deal with it. Now it's time to deal with it. You know, so whatever whatever you're dealing with, you gotta speak, you gotta speak it. So you gotta speak it out. Once you, I say, you know, like you, like you're um, crying out to God, you know, mm. and, and it's like a release, yes. you know, and it's like you release it. So like, so when you're, you're going through, mm. you speak it. You have to speak it, and mm -hmm. once you speak it, you will feel it, and it'll feel so much better, mm -hmm. you know. So like I said, you have to, you know, you have to speak it, you know, to heal. So Do you, you know, find that it's tough for males to get to that point because my my young my older son, he's always no men don't cry <laughs> men are supposed to cry yeah, i'm yeah. like you still a baby you're not even a grown man yet you know you <laughs> he's 25 years old but i'm like it, it's okay to cry mm -hmm. but he refuses to cry mm, yeah a lot of men end up getting stuck <laughs> no you have to <laughs> it's a macho thing <laughs> and for you miss miss uh miss niece it's like um you know for a lot of parents you know, with this COVID, you're seeing a lot of, you know, suicides and all this stuff right now. There's a lot of kids that's going through mentally, you know, um, and, and for the parents that have uh, children going through the struggle, the issues, you know, with the alcohol now, the drug abuse, um, what are some coping skills uh, would you give to those parents who are now dealing with these certain situations? You know, the irateness, you know, out of control. Um, we'll what, give you a quick second to think about that. We'll come right back out this quick break. Okay. okay. <laughs> Have you ever experienced uncertainty, always worrying about things out of your control, and found yourself in a sunken place with no outlet? Was there a time where your thoughts were going a mile a minute and would not shut off? You constantly hit dead ends looking for a remedy to reduce or eliminate stress. That is where preeminent life solutions comes in. They provide individualized healthy coping techniques and strategies to reduce and deal with the stressors and that overwhelming feeling of wariness and self-doubt. 
Coach K is results-driven, and her unique techniques gives you a clearer vision and the ability to pay attention to the current moment. You can contact Coach K at www.flow.page slash Coach K. Dr. Lashley is an expert team culture strategist who educates leaders on techniques to harmonize family and work life while developing dynamic and productive teams. After being raised underprivileged becoming a single mother of two, Dr. Lashley married an army soldier who deployed to Afghanistan, Iraq, and Korea 11 times during his 20 years of service. She was forced to raise three of five children essentially alone. As a working mother and college student for 10 years, she had to find a sense of balance while juggling her children's activities and not losing herself in the process. She now helps working mothers and women in leadership positions harmonize their life while creating dynamic and productive teams at home and work. Are you ready for Dr. Lashley to elevate your teams at work and home? If so, contact her today by sending an email to info at drtracielashley.com or by going to her website at drtracylashley.info. Welcome back. Welcome back, you guys. We're with the lovely Miss Nisi. Okay. So, yeah, I had a question for Miss Nisi before we had a break. So, um, yeah. So, okay. <laughs> so, you were asking me about, like, you know, what would I recommend for families, um, parents that were, their children were going through some things? Because you're right. Um, I talked about that in another event that I had, which was really being able to um, pay attention to the kids because their lives has been up, uprooted, the structure of their lives. You know, they were used to being in the school system and, you know, having that structure and being able to go to their classes, see their friends and being in, involved in different sports and involved in, you know, music and, and, and all, all kinds of different things that you know, they would get involved in, even gym. And so, but I was saying sometimes because of different circumstances like this pandemic or even other things, kids are highly affected and you don't know the damage that it can, it can be doing or causing to them. And so, with that, I encourage parents to to please, please try to reach out to a, a, a counselor, a family counselor, or someone who definitely has experience in, in, in that field to be able to you know, allow your children to, to talk. So I think one of the things is when people hold things in, even children, when they hold things in, it builds up and, and, and they don't even probably don't even understand it, but it can build up something and you, you don't know what's really going on in their mind. And so I would really encourage them to reach out to some counselors, reach out to not only just professionals, but even like extra family support, you know, having those people that you feel like you can confide in and, and really has your, your best interests at heart. And, and then just having that community, having a community of support, whatever, you know, you have to, to do to reach out and, and link up with different support systems. So the professional help, the family support, the different various resources, please, you know, just get your kids someone to be able to talk to, be able to, I have a grandson actually, and he deals with some, he's very, very kind, very 
well-mannered, but he deals with anger issues because of different things that has happened in his life. And so his mom has him in, in a uh, program where the counselor works with him to do an exercise where when he feels like he's getting angry, she works with him to like what to do to calm down. I forget what he called it. But anyway, she has him to do a certain thing and he, he can just calm himself down. Meditation for kids is good. Well, my grandkids have done have done that because just to look for them to even learn as a child, you're going to hit all kind of roadblocks. You're going to have all kind of different circumstances as you live on this journey of life. And so as a child, they need to have that foundation of knowing how to handle it. How can I handle it when I'm upset? How can I handle it when life don't go the way I want it to go? How can I handle it when I have all kinds of issues and I don't have any control over it? So instead of, you know, just going crazy or instead of, you know, be having behavioral issues and behavioral problems, we want to teach them how they can calm themselves. Meditation. We want to teach them how to talk be able to let it out, talk to someone that you can confide in that's going to give you some tools to help you through this and letting them know that it's normal. We All of our emotions that we have, that we experience from anger to uh, disappointment to fears, all of these emotions are normal life human things. But to know how to deal with it and to know that, hey, everybody goes through different things in life. You're not, you're not different. You're not crazy. You're, you're, you're dealing with life. And, but this is how you can, you can, you know, be able to like not allow it to defeat you as, as a person, as a child. So, yeah. Yeah. It's a lot when it comes to kids because a lot of kids don't speak mm -hmm. and, and they mm -hmm. don't tell their parents everything. You know, a lot of parents like, oh, my child tell me everything. That's a friend. First no. of all, you know your children <laughs> Yeah, the mom and they're the child. Right. Yes. It, it is a such thing as being close, but that that word, best friend. Mm -hmm. no, um, that's just work. me. Not for a mother and not for a parent and a child. No. No, you are not best friend. Uh -huh. <laughs> Everybody have their own views about. Well, when I was younger, I was raised this way. So I'm gonna do this with my child because I should have got. You know, our parents did the best they could raising us. Right. You know, no book on it. <laughs> It's not a book. Yeah. It's not a. And it's not a book now. You know, and then you have some teenagers bash or some, you know, children. You know, um, kind of, you know, hit their parents hard because of how I feel I was raised and how I feel you did me like I should have been treated. Because now right, you right. like you 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 have the mentality of a fifty year old and you only like twenty. You know exactly. Oh, you know how my mama should have raised me, right? Mm -hmm. You have the kids or not. You have kids now. You raise your kids the best you know way, but don't don't knock the your mother or your parent down. Mm -hmm. How you exactly? Yeah. You know, um, and 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 parent, you know, and so with that being said, you know, kids don't tell us everything, regardless. Oh, that's my best friend. We we, you know, they don't tell you everything. Mm -hmm. You know, so you just have to be just be patient. Mm -hmm. you know? They tell you what they want you to know. Right. <laughs> true, true. You don't really you know, know what's really, really going on. So you want to be no. able to have that other you know, um, person that they can open up to and talk to. Someone you trust, you know. So, yeah, I think that's so very important. And give your kids, I was even thinking about 
the um, big brothers, big sisters, you know, you find someone that's really, you know, trustworthy and, you know, all of that. But just having that other, what is that, that other, um, other person that they can go to, for lack of a better word, you know, that they can be able to go to and be able to open up instead of like keeping it all bottled in because you don't know how that can be really affecting them in their mind. And so many kids end up doing doing things that are very harmful because they didn't have that support. Yeah, and and I know you're you're very passionate when it comes to sharing your story and encouraging, you know, with, with one loss after another. You know, as you were saying, um, strive to do better. Mm-hmm. You know, being that you had going an abusive marriage, what invigorated your determination to win? What pushed? What was your drive? to win after after um your season your seasonal trial i call them seasonal trial yes yes uh i i think i just had this determination in me um to um to, I'm, I'm all i've been very optimistic for the most part of my life and and, and knowing my heart and knowing what kind of person i am knowing you know what I believe that my creator has already spoken over my life, I had to basically what put pick up the pieces, put on my big girl panties, and still walk it out. And but then realizing that even though I went through that horrific time, you know, me and my kids living in a battered women's shelter, me being chased by my ex husband, you know, being almost killed, all of the different crazy things that I endured. And I remember Karen and Dr. Tracy, I was in my bathroom and this is when I had gotten away and, and we had gotten our own place. But I remember just crying because I, I thought about all of the craziness that I had came through and, and all of the different things that had happened. I'm like, why did this happen? Because, you know, I was raised in the church and I met him in the church and he seemed like he was a Christian man and everything just seemed like it was, it was like, you know, this was meant to be, you know, <laughs> this was my knight in shiny armor, but it ended up turning south and sideways. And, and so I'm crying. I'm like, you know, why, why did this happen? Like, you know, I thought it was going to be this way. And so many times we think our lives is going to be a certain way. You know, we have this expectation. We, you know, we go in full of just this excitement, but it ended up turning really bad. And so I'm crying and I heard something in my spirit say, you are to motivate and you are to empower others. And I knew that it wasn't just about me. See, when you go through your journey and it may be fear, fear, you may be afraid, You, it may be like unfair, it may be just scary. You may not know how you're going to make it out, but it's not just about you. It's about what you want to be used to be a help to somebody else. And when I when I heard that in my spirit, I began to say, okay, okay, I'm willing. I'm willing to, to do what I need to do. That's when I end up be- starting to go to school to become a social worker because I wanted to help people. I wanted to empower women. And so I think just that, 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 that determination and in my mind saying, I'm not going to be defeated. Yes, I went through this. This is very shameful. Yes, I went through this. I didn't expect for this to happen. Yes, I went through this. It was terrible. It was a terrible, terrible, dark time. 
but at, at the end of the day, I'm still alive. When you're still alive, you still have opportunity. You have opportunity. You have great purpose. I don't care what it is that you have been through. Your purpose lies within you. Nobody on the outside of you can give you your purpose. Nobody on the outside of you can give you your value. Nobody outside of you, on the outside of you can give you your worth. It's already in you. Your creator has already put it in you. But many times it takes us when we go through a really rough time in our lives. That's when it is something ends up welling up within you to say, I have a righteous indignation. I refuse to lose. I refuse to stay down. You got me twisted. Yes. You got me twisted. I refuse to stay down. Damn. It's bigger than this. Everybody go to church. <laughs> I refuse to stay down. My purpose is bigger than this. And, and my value is greater than me just staying down and feeling sorry for myself. So when you go through those different things, you got to know that it's not just about you. It's for you to be able to make an impact and make a difference yeah. in somebody else's life. And yeah. Yeah. We win. We still win. Yeah, we we wanted we want to hear about your book that you um, wrote. But before we're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back. Okay, then. All right. We want to hear from you. Thrive Talk with TKT is a show to have discussions with and for women around the world. We seek to empower and equip more leaders and entrepreneurs. If you have a young lady between the ages of 13 and 18 who seek empowerment, please have them go to forelpowerup.org. If you want more information on the organization, please go to bossdupaleathers.org. Welcome back. Welcome back. All right. All right. Well, yeah, we're going to um, talk about your book now. I saw that you had written a book titled Look Beyond yes. the Clouds yes. and See the Sun. You know, making it out of domestic violence. First of yes. So what, tell us about that book. What inspired you to write that book? Well, I was inspired by my own personal journey that I went through um, after, you know, uh, actually mirroring my um, high school sweetheart. <laughs> um, just be really thinking that it was going to be a certain way, um, really living a life for, for Christ. Just starting off my young, young adulthood life, you know, with just such high hopes and high expectation. But as I got into it, I found out that he had a really, really um, bad temper. And 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 when when he ended up doing some things to me, um, it was just it, it was just so surprising because I never thought I never thought that he you know would do the things that he you know, had started doing. And so the first time was when I was waiting on him in the car and he wanted me to um, do something because he ended up locking his key in the house at this time. At this time, he was, he ended up locking his key in the house and he wanted me to do something and climb through this window. And I told him that I wasn't going to be able to climb through the window. I'm like, you know, I, you know, I'm not, I can't like, get up there to climb through that window and so i end up like doing ticking him off and so he yanks me out of the car he pushes me up against this car window and begins to choke me and i'm thinking like oh my goodness i i can't i can't believe that this is happening and 
sad to say, sad to say, that was one incident out of many because I've, I've, I've endured some extreme things. But my family getting free from him, moving me and my children, my five children into a battered women's shelter where we stayed at for like six months. And this shelter was so very, uh, just a, a godsend to us. They, they provided me and my children with a place to stay. We lived in a, a small little bedroom with a small sink and two bunk beds. And then we had a, a community shower with all the other mothers and the children were able to, to come and, and shower. We had a community dining area where we were able to be fed three course meals. We had a support system. I had a social worker. We, we, they took my kids on all kinds of outings. But all of this came about because I believe that your purpose is wrapped up in, in all of the things that you go through. And when, when I was talking with the social worker, the social worker began to help me. And, and I remember one of the, the places that we were supposed to move to, the ladies, I went there and, and the lady was saying, well, you know, you can move here within a week. And my daughter, my oldest daughter, my oldest daughter, Tila, she said, mommy, we can't move there. It was in a, it was in a ghetto. It was in a project. <laughs> she said, mom, we can't move there. They're going to kill us. I never forget her saying that. They're going to kill us here, mom. We can't move here. And she's about eight years old at that time. But for some reason, I had to listen to my baby. And so I told the lady, I said, no, we can't move there. Within the two weeks after that, it was another place that was supposed to come available, but they said that we was going to have to wait, be on a waiting list for like six months. But some kind of, some kind of way I had, I got a thought in my mind and I wrote the, the late, the mayor of Dayton, Ohio at that time, I wrote him a letter and I told him about our, our thing that we are, thing that we were going through some kind of way he was able to pull some strings. And we was able to move in a week before Christmas. We moved in a week before Christmas. And, and so it was just so many different things that was going on in my life. To make a long story short, a lot of things going on. I didn't know how I was going to survive with me and my children. But we, we got housing. I didn't know where the money was going to come from. But some kind of way we were able to you know get money. So I began to write this book. I began to write this book. And this was 20 years ago when I first started writing the book because I just wanted to share like my journey and then be able to help somebody else out. Some kind of way when I was almost done with this book, it disappeared. I, I don't know what happened. I, I have my speculations, but the book was no longer nowhere to be found. About five years ago, something spoke in my spirit and this is when i'm going through another journey in my life and something spoke in my spirit and said you got to write that book you got to write that book it's something that that you you're going to be able to help somebody out you got to write that book and so i began to write this, this book and i began to think about all of the different things trying to remember all of the different things that i had went through and me and my kids had endured and i'm crying tears because I, I remember it like like it had just had happened but i knew that that i was preserved and i and i was i was held to where i didn't get killed in all of this stuff but it was about me being able to walk people through like the part of even when you hit such insurmountable things in life, 
You may have not went through domestic violence, but I know you've been through some things that has shaken you to your core. You've been through some, some things that you didn't think that you would ever survive from. Maybe you were sexually abused. Maybe you were molested. Maybe you was a foster child. Maybe you lost everything, but you've been through some things, but it's, a, it's not about you giving up, but it's about you using your journey to catapult you into your destiny, using your journey to catapult you into your purpose, using the, the worst thing that's happened to you and transforming your pain into your success. It's not about just surviving from it, but it's about thriving from it. And I believe your, your gift will open up doors for you. I believe that your gift and your calling will make room for you. And so even though you felt like you went through so much, your mistakes or your, your pains are your message. It's just waiting for you to become ready and available, ready and available. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you willing? And are you available to be used? And sometimes that takes risk because a lot of times people, they don't, they don't want to be, uh, um, for other people to look on them in a certain way. Sometimes it takes risk because you don't see how you're going to do it. But don't worry about the how. I believe when you know your why, when you know your why and something is so very important to you, hell or high water cannot stop you. It cannot stop you. But Amen. you have to be willing to step out there and walk it out. So that that's that's the the long version <laughs> of why I wrote my book. It's you know, it's about teaching people to win no matter what their painful experience has been. Yeah. Turn your whining into winning. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Wow. Uh, so it's, it's been a journey. It's been a journey. But I believe that. And I, be, I, I love what you queens are doing, being able to uh, make a difference because so many people need this. They they need to, to hear these words of, of what each person's journey is. Everybody is different. And so what you say may not resonate with me, but it's resonating with someone else. Maybe what I say doesn't resonate with you, but you know, so I think we all have that, that ability to touch the people's lives that we are meant to touch. So don't worry about it. If you don't have the support, don't worry about it. If you don't have certain people in your corner, it's not meant for them, but you got the people that's out there that you're meant to touch. You're meant to touch. <laughs> I'm not trying to make this long, but I, I remember, I remember T.D. Jake saying he was about to, he, he felt really discouraged at one time. He felt really discouraged. He was just going through a lot. He felt like the weight of, of, of everything was just pressing down on him a little bit too much. But he kept on speaking about get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. And sometimes we can we can be really giving ourselves, but when we have some things going on, we can feel so discouraged. And he said he was at the point of his life where he was really discouraged. And he said he went to this this uh, I guess it was just like a, a a seminar thing, whatever it was. It was a seminar thing. And he said that after he had spoken, they told him that a lady wanted to speak to him. And he was like, you know, he, he was like, okay, but he was in his mind. He's like, I'm just tired. I, you know, I'm just tired. I'm, you know, I'm just wanting just to just rest. But he, they end up bringing the lady in and she said, thank you so much. She said, thank you so much for not giving up. 
She said, I was, I was about to, I was so sick and I was, I was just really going through a rough time in my life. But when I heard your message about get ready, get ready, get ready, it ignited something within me. It did something to me. It stirred my, my soul up. And I'm here this day because of your obedience and your, your word. She said, it don't matter about the people that's talking about you. It don't matter about the people that are not with you. It don't matter about the people that are not for you. You came to touch the lives of the people that, that are, are has your name on it. They're, they're, they're waiting for you to speak a word to them. And so that that's what I got out of that. So sometimes you can't worry about what other people are saying if they're supporting you or not, you know what you are to give and you being willing and obedient to step out there and just do it anyway. And stop being selfish. <laughs> and, 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 and a lot of people, you know, they don't have that, 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 that backing, you know, that, that support, mm -hmm. backing. And yeah. when you think you have, because you think your friend that you've known for 15, 20, 35 years, they go, <laughs> That can be your worst enemy, mm -hmm. you know. They're in, in front of you, they're, 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 they're they don't see it. You, but behind your back, they're like, Yeah, you know, praying against you, mm -hmm. you know, speaking ill on you. Exactly. And, you never know. Yeah, there's a lot of that. <laughs> so yeah. um, and and when you see that, you notice people start to slither different. Yeah, you know? they ain't like slither. Yes, because they know when they wronged you, they did something that was wrong, or they did something that know that they know that wasn't right, or mm -hmm. you know they was praying against you. Mm -hmm. You know they started to, like I said, slither different. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. and and but you have to watch those. You have to just pray for those. Yes, um, and everybody is not going to be for you. You just yeah. be for yourself. True that. But for yourself, ain't nothing stopping you. Mm -hmm. Can't <clears throat> nobody own what you got because mm -hmm. you got it on your own. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so how can people get in touch with you? They can reach out to me at motivatedtowin.com. Um, right now, my one of my programs is is working with men and women who have went through relationship loss, and they're. Where I'm teaching them how to reinvent their lives, go from devastated to phenomenal and gain maximized confidence and, and clarity to really be able to live the life that they're designed to live. So that's one of the programs. And so it's motivatedtowin.com. And then they can they can slash next chapter for the mini online course. It is free. It is free. And so um, I want to just, you know, <laughs> I would just want to, <laughs> y'all see. <laughs> <laughs> Your baby says she want to be on the air <laughs> <laughs> So, but they can also they can email me at book book Carla Squire. Well, a lot of people know me by Carla, but I I do go by Nisi. But anyway, book Carla Squire at gmail.com And so, but between those ways, um, they can reach out to me. I have a Facebook group called Your Next Chapter After Your Breakup. So that's another way just to be a part of my community, my group, my tribe of just being able to pour into people's lives. Um, yeah. But envision your success. Envision your success is about imagining it, picturing it, talking it, acting on it, and then living it. So, yeah, envision your success. Thank you for listening to When They Hear Us, where Dr. Tracy Hines Lashley and her guests provide stories and experiences. 
This is also a platform for authors to encourage, empower, and equip people around the world with their voice. To learn more about Dr. Lashley and her quest to share the voice of powerful writers, go to her website at drtracylashley.info. You may also contact her by sending an email to info at drtracylashley.com. Remember to always intentionally walk in your purpose and strive to elevate to significance.